everyone good day to you okay so we're going to be studying the book of esther together hmm, that sounds like you're right esther together all right so well Esther was a slave girl that became a queen and there's so much to learn from her life, so much to pick up from her journey and also even as we journey with God, as we walk with God, it daily opens up new things to us. So let's dive into Esther. Okay, so we are looking at Esther chapter 1 today. Let's read. You have your Bibles. You can open a notepad, a pen. Alright. Now it came to pass in the days of Ahasuerus. This was the Ahasuerus. I'm reading from NKJV. This was the Ahasuerus who reigned over one... 127 provinces provinces from India to Ethiopia. Azarus was a king that reigned over 127 provinces. And in those days, verse 2, in those days when King Azarus sat on the throne of his kingdom, which was in Sushan, the citadel, that in the third year of his reign he made a feast for all his officials and servants, the powers of Pasha and Media, the nobles and the princes of the provinces being before him. So here yeah, Azarus was during like a reign was like during his throne he, he assembled everyone he had a feast for his officials he had a feast for his servants and everybody in power like in during the time of his reign and when he did it he showed the riches of his glorious kingdom and the splendor of his excellent majesty for many days 180 days in all so it shows us how powerful how powerful Azeros was as a king imagine for someone to to have reign over 127 provinces just like guys just imagine and when verse 5 when these days were completed the king made a feast lasting seven days he first did a feast to show his riches, to show his glory, to show his splendor for 180 days. That's when he shows forth his riches, his glory, his splendor. And when these days were completed, the king will make, make another feast that would last for seven days. For all the people were present in Sushan, the citadel, from great to small in the court of the garden of the king's palace so after the ones that he, he does for the officials and servants now let's check Azeros did not <coughs> excuse me 
<clears throat> Azarus did not put a difference between between his officials and his servants. He did the feast. He did the feast for every one of them. So there was no disparity. There was no difference in quotes. He did the feast for everyone. And he said after these 180 days, he, he did another feast. He made the feast lasting seven days for all the people who were present in Sushan, the citadel, from great to small. You know, this this King Ahasuerus at this beginning, verses 1 to 5, it just shows the the it explains the majesty of God. It doesn't it doesn't give rain to some and would not give rain to some. It says in the scripture that on both the wicked and the good he gives rain, he gives bread, he gives everything. So with God there is no disparity. There is no saying okay this one is great, this one is small. We are like one before God. And that's how our lives too should be. If we pick a lesson from this, there shouldn't be there shouldn't be a, a, a time where like you are you are you are looking down on anyone. There shouldn't be a time where you are downgrading anybody. Look at the king from great to small. Guys, let's highlight that from great to small. In the court of the garden of the king's palace, he called everyone, just like the parable that Jesus said about um, about the kingdom. He said after they called the the people that were invited, they did not come. He said they should go to the streets and bring in everyone. So access has been given to everyone in God's kingdom. It now depends on us if we choose to come or not access has been given god does not cause a disparity between anyone this one is more is more great this one is small he sees all us as one okay so let's continue there were white and blue linen curtains fastened with cords of fine linen and purple on silver rods and marble pillars and the couches were of gold and silver on a mosaic pavement of alabaster turquoise and white and black and marble so this was this this was showing the the splendor explaining how beautiful the place was marble gold silver and everything beautiful everything beautiful he said and they served drinks in golden vessels each vessel being different from the other with royal wine in abundance according to the generosity of the king again we see the generosity of the king they were serving drinks in golden vessels like he he, he was he, he was so generous the king was so generous and that's how God is to, to us he's so generous he's a generous father he's so generous to us verse 8 in accordance with the law the drinking was not compulsory for so the king had ordered all the officers of his household that they should do according to each man's pleasure you see where God will not even like our choices 
we have a decision to make so you didn't make it compulsory that you all must drink you all must do you get like god god has given us choices he has uh, he has given us the freedom to make choices he has given us that freedom so it's depending on us on how much we want to go in with god it says in deuteronomy it says that today i've given you the freedom to choose either life or death so god god allows our our choices he allows us to make choices but he still advised that i i I prefer that you choose life but he does not enforce his will on anyone god does not enforce his will on anyone we have choice we have a choice to make either we want to follow god or we don't want to follow god either we want to grow in depth with god or we don't want to go in depth with god we have a choice to make always always we have a choice to make so queen vashti that's verse 9 also made a feast for the women in the royal palace which belonged to king Ahasuerus. so this king had a queen and she also made a feast it says verse 10 on the tenth day when the heart of the king was merry with wine he commanded mailman bista abona bigta abgata zita and carcass seven eunuchs who served in the presence of king azarus to bring these people these eunuchs the king told them to bring queen vashti before the king wearing a royal crown in order to show a beauty to the people and the officials for she was beautiful to behold guys she was beautiful to behold you know god always wants to show us forth as his children he wants to show us forth he wants he wants us to bring him pleasure that's our life that's what God wants for us to bring him pleasure to show us forth to show how beautiful we are how beautiful we are to be to, sh- to show forth our beauty to people like to bring him glory that is what God wants for us but Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command She refused to come. Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command. Why? Why would she refuse to come at the king's command? When the king desires are said, but Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command, brought by by his eunuchs. Therefore, the king was furious and his anger burned within him. Really, God is not, oh, God is not happy when 
we don't bring him glory with our lives. God is not happy when we don't bring him glory with our lives. He is not happy with it. God wants us to bring him glory. God wants us to show forth his praise. God wants us to bring him glory. Then the king said to the wise men who understood the times, for this was the king's manner toward all who knew law and justice. He had wise men. The king had wise men. Those closest to him being Kakshian, Shita, Admata, Tashish, Mercies, Masina, and Memokan the seven princes of Persia and Media, who had access to the king's presence and who ranked highest in the kingdom. So now the king was asking his wise men, what shall we do to Queen Vashti according to the law? Because she did not obey the command of King Ahasuerus brought to her by the eunuchs. She did not obey. She did not follow the king's command. She did not follow what God, what the king wanted. He said, and Memukan answered before the king and the princes, Queen Vashti has not only wronged the king, but also all the princes and all the people who are in all the provinces of the of King Azarus. For the queen's behavior will become known to all women, so that they would despise their husbands in their eyes when they report. King Azarus commanded Queen Vashti to be brought in before him, but she did not come. This very day, the noble ladies of Persia and Media will say to all the kings of Israel that they have heard of the behavior of the king. Thus, there will be excessive, there will be excessive contempt and wrath. If it pleases the king, let a royal decree go out from him and let it be recorded in the laws of the Persians and the Medias so that it will not be altered that Vashti shall know, shall come no more before King Azarus, and let the king give a royal position to another who is better than she. Hmm, guys, to another. Usually, God always wants us to show forth his glory. But if we are lacking, he might bring in someone else that would that is willing to that is willing to you might bring in someone else that is willing to so at every point in time at every point of our lives we should always 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 want to please god we should always want to show forth his glory we should always want to show forth his splendor his majesty that's it guys we should always want to it's not just enough to be the queen it's not just enough to be the queen god wants to show forth god wants to show himself for us and so that we are not replaced in the agenda of god so that another does not take our place remember judas 
the scripture says that let another take his place so that another does not take our place look at um university another is about to take a place why because she did not follow the instruction of the king she did not follow the instruction of the king we also we should endeavor to always follow god's instruction pattern we should endeavor to always do what god wants pleasing him should be our utmost desire pleasing god pleasing god pleasing god showing forth his glory showing forth his splendor showing forth his majesty this should always 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 be our desire this should be our heart cry to always show forth the glory of god to always show him forth in our work to always show him forth in our talk to always show him forth in our speech in our actions in everything that we do we should always show god forth this should be our utmost desire our ultimate affection to show forth god it says when the king's decree which he will make is proclaimed throughout all his empire for it is great all wives will honor their husband both great and small the truth is that we we are examples we are examples to people queen vashti was an example to other women so also are we examples to other people and whether we like it or not people are looking at us whether we like it or not people are following our footsteps whether we like it or not people look up to us it does not even matter where you are or if you think that nobody you are nobody you still have people that look up to you so doing the master's will choosing to please him should be our utmost desire it says that and the reply pleased the king and the princes and the king accord and the king did according to the word of Memukan. Then he sent letters to all the king king's provinces, to each province in its own script, and to every people in their own language, that each man should be master in his own house and speak in the language of his own people. so so many people were looking up to the queen so the king had to come in so that people don't assume that is the way to act so that the other wives don't assume oh this is the way to act so that other people in our lives will not see and and think the way we behave is the way to act when we are not pleasing the king so the king had to step in to stop that so the the pivotal lesson for us in chapter one of Esther is that number one, there's no disparity. Don't cause a disparity between people. Don't look at one and look down on another. Don't don't look down on anyone. Show forth, then also show forth the praise of God. Show forth His glory. Show forth His splendor. Of the things that he has placed on your inside, he wants you to show it forth. Then people are looking up to you. You might not know it, but that's the truth. 
people are looking up to you people people look up to you so show forth the praise of god and so that others don't misunderstand show forth the praise of god show forth the praise of god i hope you are blessed with this chapter one the next episode will be chapter two thank you and have a great time bye